At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We have new old merchandise for sale on our website. Well, we have some new, <laughs> and I don't think we should say old. I think we should say classic. A vintage. Vintage. We have yes. vintage. Who doesn't love vintage? So shouldn't we be charging more for it? Not probably. less. Probably. Vintage. Yeah. Vintage. Anyway, so Callieandjeff.com. If you click on our merch tab and go to our port merch merch store, um, we have Jeff's Keep Moving Forward merchandise from a little bit back. It is so cool. It is a favorite. And honestly, we totally forgot that we had it and we found it. And it was like finding gold. It hasn't been available for sale since I think 2016, maybe, yeah. maybe early 2017, but we found about two cases of t-shirts and hoodies and what are they called? Racerbacks? Those are the women's- Racerback tanks, yeah. Tank tops. So that all say keep moving forward and those are available right now at callieandjeff.com. Click on the merch tab. And we also have a new um, shirt that was a bestseller at Jeff's comedy show. It says live for the upside. It's in a super cute font and it is my favorite feeling t-shirt that we've done yet. It's so soft. The shirts that we always buy all going all the way back to keep moving forward. The color is always secondary. Like the red shirts that I have, the keep moving forward ones are a little more pink. People are like, oh, why did you do such a light red? And I said, because it was what was available in the most comfortable shirt. Yes. Like we didn't even, and back in the day, not back in the day, but when we were doing it, there were much more limited colors of, um, of really soft shirts. So we're just like, give us the softest stuff you got. And, um, for people that want shirts with color, there is a red one up there. And I know this is probably going a little long for an intro, but I have had so many people say, when are you going to do a non-black shirt? And not until our branding launches. Yeah. Add me to that list. Jeff's I on the list. I can't believe I never noticed that until now. All of our shirts are gray and dark. <laughs> That's because I'm in charge. Oh, of that. But right. we are launching. If, our you, if you need something optimistic, but to wear to a funeral, go to Callieandjeff.com. If you need something classic that will never go out of style, go to Callieandjeff.com. That's how I see it. I see it as classic. But if you want it, uh, the keep moving forward stuff, especially is limited. It definitely won't be reprinted. So go make, and get your hands on it now before and, it's gone. And we're not saying that to be cute and make you go get it. Like we have lost the artwork in time, so yeah. we can't reprint it. It's literally gone. <laughs> The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for our quiet neighborhood. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the temperature outside. You are probably going to be annoyed about this, but Callie... I have an update on our neighbor dog situation mm -hmm. that I've been holding on to for like a week. 
because I, I thought you've been holding on to it for like the four hours since I got home from work. No, I've been holding on to it. Uh, I I think for for like a, a week, and so forgive me, but I wanted to talk about it on the show, and I didn't want. Is it gonna upset me? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's a good thing. Oh to, boy. The 30-second recap of our of our neighbor dog situation, if you if you have not been listening to the upside since the very early episodes, is we live in a house and our fence is right up against our neighbor's driveway. And our two dogs, Lily and Sadie, would go nuts whenever our neighbors were really close to that fence. And there were a lot of incidents where our neighbor confronted us about our quote vicious dogs. She used the term we are the phrase rather we are at war. And then in a face to face meeting, she got in my face and barked and growled to imitate the dogs and then said that she thinks our dogs are mentally ill and need a pet communicator. Because she's never seen animals as unhappy as our rescue dogs that sleep in our bed. They're just (laughs) like tortured and it's really horrible. Um, And it's animal abuse because they're a little overweight and pudgy because they get treats all the time. So sad life over here at the dollar house. So so the last fate in like interaction that we had about the dogs was probably four months ago. Yeah, it's been a while. And since then, we have avoided each other like the plague. It's been great. Well, she said in that meeting, in the last face-to-face meeting, she goes, it's not the backyard barking that bothers her, but the dogs bark nonstop when we're not home. So I did all this research and I put all these like app-powered cameras and recorders up. Jeff mic'd our house. I mic'd the house for like two weeks and the dogs didn't do anything outside of barking at the door when Amazon brought something, right? Mm -hmm. So we just let it go. As they should, by the way, because part of the reason you have dogs is protection. Somebody strange comes to the house. We want our dogs to bark. So that was a good three minute, 30 second update. Sorry. But that's that's where we are with our dogs. Haven't talked to them about it in at least 90 days, probably longer than that. And the other day I was out on the screen porch in the backyard and our dogs both ran, or I think it was just Lily, ran over to the fence and started barking because I think our neighbor came home and was getting something out of their trunk. And I, now that I, once I learned that their concern was more of the the in-house barking or their alleged concern Mm -hmm. was the in-house barking and not the yard barking, I'm not as loose, like, before, if they barked for three seconds, I was like running outside with one shoe on and no pants going <laughs> like, say, Lily, say, stop, whatever. But now if they bark for five seconds, I don't, it's fine. So they barked for a few seconds and I stepped outside to see what was going on. And she, it was her. She said, Lily, hush. And Lily kind of just heard her voice and turned around and trotted away. She didn't say it vicious. She didn't say it mean. She didn't say it crazy. She said it the way we would say it. We would say it to a neighbor's dog that we knew, but didn't have access. That's kind of a pleasant surprise. Actually, I am totally fine with people telling my dogs to shut up. I just was not fine. The way that she did it the first time was 
very aggressive. And she wasn't helping her own cause because she was making more noise. Like she was banging something against the fence. And of course our dogs see that as aggressive and they start barking louder. So she was kind of fueling it the first time. So I'm glad to hear that she neutrally was just like, Lily, shut up. And Lily was like, okay. Sure. Her her exact words were Lily hush. And then Lily just trotted away. And I'm fine with that. And, and yeah. And so I wonder, my hope is not hope because that means that I'm hoping that somebody was in a bad place, but in the spirit of this show and a word that we have talked about a lot on this show, like I am totally okay with not forgetting, not even forgiving, but with acknowledging that maybe she was at a different place in her life a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And who knows what had her so ratcheted up that seeing her behave normally now, I'm not going to forgive or forget all of her crazy from the past, but I'm like, cool, here, this is where we are now. And I'm going to allow- You're going to let it go. I'm going to allow some grace for the past behavior because you never know what journey somebody's taken. You really don't. And I know that I have had moments where I'm just really- not happy. And I've talked about this on the show before, but I had like one of the worst moments of how I was acting. Like I was acting like such a nasty jerk and I was really hurting. I was in a really not great place and someone overheard it. And that's all they know about me. Well, do you remember, do you remember me and the poor kid who worked at the car rental place? We talked about that on our show. I talked about it on the radio. Um, I don't know if I ever talked about it on the podcast. Um, Callie and I, I wrecked Callie's car, like totaled it. Totaled it. And it was at the worst possible time of, no. We had had them, it was was during the miscarriage. It was a couple weeks after I totaled. So I totaled the car. Then we hit, then you had a couple weeks off for Christmas, mm-hmm. right? And we went up and we visited my parents and all that stuff. So we didn't need a, a second car. Mm-hmm. But then once January rolled around, I had to go back to work. You had to go back to work. So we had to go rent a car. And there was only one rental place that would work with our insurance insur- insurance. And they weren't very good and they were terribly inefficient. And I was dealing with a lot, like the fact that I had totaled Callie's car and that we had recently had a miscarriage and all this other stuff that was going on. And so this poor kid. Well, first of all, Jeff had been pretty calm and collected through all of the stress up to that point. Like he was kind of shouldering most of it. So I could be sad and like, just, just feel my feelings. And he was like, so good to me. And then it all came out on the teenage kid working at the car rental place. This poor kid, I said to him, Hey man, uh, can you, we're going to turn in one car and get the, get the other one. Can you just make a note that the car we're turning in doesn't have any damage? And he said, we're not allowed to do that. And I said, what do you mean? You're not allowed to do that. She got dinged last time she turned in a rental car and we're still fighting about a dent that she, they say that she put there that she knows wasn't there. So to prevent that from happening again, can you go take a look at the car and make sure that it's not damaged? And he's like, I can't do that. I'm not a manager. There's no manager here. And I say, well, what proof do we have that we're leaving an undamaged car? 
here. And he's like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Do you want, are you picking up a rental? What are you doing? And I whipped out my phone and got so Karen on him and I started filming him and I'm like, say it into the camera, say into the camera that you won't give me proof that my car that I'm turning in isn't damaged. And this poor guy goes and hides. He literally ran and hid from Jeff behind a whiteboard. <laughs> like, and the place is like out of business now. So we can't, um, even go in and be like, Hey, sorry. sorry about that. Um, but it was like a super bad couple of weeks that resulted in Jeff totally losing on this poor his kid. stuff on this kid that like has no idea. Like the kid didn't deserve it. Like he didn't do anything. No, he doesn't he know. Just, he works, he, you know, works at the car rental place. He doesn't know. And, um, it, so, is a, it is a dumb policy though. Like, can we agree on that? Like if you turn a car in, somebody should be present to take a look. Well, it's a dumb policy because what happens is you just go and like, I turned in my rental car before that. Um, to oddly, this was such a funny, like couple of weeks in our life. Like I forgot how weird this couple of weeks were. So I go turn in a rental car to get a new one because the one they gave me like smelled so bad. And I was pregnant at the time and I was like so nauseous. And every time I would get in that car, I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Um, and so I said, can you trade in the car? Of course we can. So I take it in. Then I get a letter in the mail two weeks later saying, Hey, you totaled one of our cars. You owe us $3,000. And I was like, um, well, I, I no, no, I didn't. I turned in the it car and everything was fine. It was, it's actually even a more weird story than that. You couldn't have damaged the car because remember, <gasps> yes, it was at the parking lot of the car rental place. Yes. And then we got caught up doing something. I don't remember what it was, but it was related to the urgency of that two or three weeks and we never got to pick it up. So so when I, so I drove it from one rental car place to another one of their locations right. and dropped it off so they could swap it out. And the girl was great. She was like, yeah, no problem. Here you go. Here's your keys. Here's the car, whatever. And then I got this letter in the mail saying that I owed them thousands of dollars. And, um, so we, Jeff had a strongly worded conversation with the corporate people about that. And then when we went into this car rental place, Jeff was just fired up. And for all of the emotion that he had felt in four weeks worth of stuff happening all came out in 10 minutes. So and, and some dude probably named Dylan. Who's like, what? help me. Um, and he probably still tells people about like the super nasty guy that <laughs> I feel like he hid from in the corner, but all of that to say, you never know what someone is going through. And that guy would have, he still has no idea that we were going that, through something so hard and heavy at the time. Um, and we certainly don't know what our neighbor was going through at the time. So until she proves us otherwise, grace, it is. Yes. That's where we are. I have a very popular hot topic on my Instagram right now, and it involves you. Me? People have questions. Okay. About you. Yes. I put a dinner affair like, Hey, here's, you know, us cooking, you know, our dinner affair for tonight thing on my Instagram. The number one question that I got is why is Jeff wearing gloves? Cause you wear like surgical gloves. They're not surgical gloves. They're kitchen. I mean, they could be used for surgery, but why would I have to do surgery at home? Why would you be wearing gloves to cook? Because it we were rolling raw chicken breasts around a, a cheese mixture and then 
then coating it to to be baked so that you were going to be around a ton of raw chicken. Okay, but you also do it with burgers. I do it with any, usually any meat. So the answer to your question is Jeff doesn't like touching raw meat. I like had my hands in the bag, bare hands going in for the chicken. And Jeff's like, you're not going to stick your hands in there. And I was like, well, how else would I roll the chicken? He's like, put gloves on. And I said, I don't like gloves. And I was like, oh my gosh, do you need to roll it with your gloves on and have me film it? And he was like, yeah, I can't watch you touch the chicken with your bare hands. It's not okay. It's not that I couldn't watch you touch the chicken with your bare hands. Like, I don't think you're a dirty person, but people have fingernails and cuticles and dry skin and like, like little paper cuts and they just have stuff going on on their hand. And if you're going to be manhandling a lot of meat, like making meatballs or whatever, to me, you can get a box of like 200 gloves on Amazon for $9. But I washed my hands. Doesn't matter. And it was a 450 degree recipe. So anything that falls off my hand is going to be baked out. It's not going to be baked out. It's just going to be cooked. I don't want to eat your baked hangnail. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I put the gloves on when I get, and it also makes it super convenient because, you know, without fat, first of all, okay. First of all, it involved chicken. And for whatever reason, I was raised to believe that the juice of a chicken is deadly, is like deadly is, is I, it's the worst possible thing on the planet. Like if chicken, raw chicken touches something, you need to burn it to the ground. Right. (laughs) So I have this chicken juice paranoia that exists and I like to put the gloves on because without fail, I will start handling the raw meat or the raw chicken, especially, and then realize I've got to text somebody back on my phone or I've got to, I forgot to get out the olive oil to rub on the chicken or something like that. So I have to set the chicken down, completely wash my hands, completely try them, go open the cabinet, get the olive oil, blah, 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 as opposed to just ripping off one glove. So it's an efficiency thing. It's an efficiency thing and it's a texture thing. Hmm. All right. My three random things. Are you done with your inquisition, your glove inquisition? I suppose. And it also is funny because the second most popular question was, does dinner affair send you the gloves? No, (laughs) maybe they would if you asked. Uh, They sent it. What I've is really cool about dinner affair, which is worth noting, is they did send the toothpicks. Yeah, they did. That you needed to because we were making these um, chicken jalapeno popper chicken. Which is like a roll up, like yeah. A chicken so with so stuff you stuff the chicken breast and you roll the chicken breast around the toppings, and then they actually sent you a little bag with um, toothpicks in them. They did. Uh, that was not an ad, by the way. We just, yeah, yeah. Get your, <laughs> get your toothpicks from Dinner Affair. Uh, okay, a couple things that, uh, well, three things for my three random things. One, Callie, I know you're going to love this, but a pizza shop in Amherst, New York, is now putting adoptable rescue dogs love it on the pizza box love it when they send them out and i think that's so brilliant because you're showcasing these cute dogs chances are there's probably going to be some kids around mm-hmm. right when the pizza arrives and uh as an added bonus the pizza shop is giving away uh, gift certificates so if you adopt one of the dogs that was featured on their boxes they give you a couple free dinners. So smart. Free pizzas. It would be, wouldn't it be great to get a bunch of pizza shops to do that? Yeah. Like partner with uh, 
you know, humane societies or S- SPCAs or whatever. Yeah, groups. and it doesn't take much. You just print out a flyer, tape it to the box. Uh, did you notice, probably not because I never did, but in movies and TV shows, bad guys are never using iPhones? What's the last movie we saw with a bad guy in it? Uh, think of anything. Think of like. I know, but all the movies that we watch have watched recently are um, older movies. Well, I'm trying to think what kind of phone did Joe use in you? Did we ever see it? We, I think we did. He's definitely a bad guy. But according to Ad Age, the licensing agreement that I Apple has with production companies say bad guys must use Androids. What? Only the only the good guys can use blatant iPhones. What an amazing um, power play, right? By Apple, like, can you imagine being so powerful that you're just like, hey, every movie ever, you can't use iPhone. Like, you can't use iPhones if it's for a nasty character, right? Like, right. what? And the, the subtle little things like that actually make me super. Like, I love like. Like those, that little, was it like kind of subliminal marketing stuff? Yeah. So I love stuff like that. So now I'm going to be obsessed with the phones that are hap- that are being used in TV shows and movies. All right. And then this third one, Callie, I pulled it just for you. Would you like to guess how many days each year? Mm-hmm. Well, let's put it in hours. How many hours each year Americans spend looking for things before they leave the house. Oh my gosh. Well, normal Americans or me? Why don't you answer for both? Normal people probably like a day, me probably like two weeks. So you say a normal American spends 24 hours looking for lost things before they leave the house? Yeah. It's 60 hours. 60? Yes. So that means for me, it's probably double. At least double. Uh, Phones. Uh, keys, glasses. That makes me feel like I'm missing out on missing out on so much of my life. What's amazing, what's remarkable about you losing stuff is how quickly you can lose something in a really confined space. We've been over this before. What is it? Why does that happen to me? I don't know. Why? ADHD. No, yes. no, that is an yes, excuse is. for this. You will put stuff in your purse your giant purse. And for whatever reason, you can't just manage to put your key and your phone like in the side pocket. The amount of time that you just spend digging through that giant- That's because, here's why. It's because I, you, so when you put your key somewhere, you remember, oh, I put my keys in my pocket. Like you remember your hand motion. You remember-ish where you put it or you set it down or if it's in your pocket. Do not, wrong. No, let me finish. That's not, that's not true though. Okay, let me finish. Yep. I do things often in my life and throughout my day without ever realizing I even did it. Doesn't matter. That's not the thing. Yeah, it is the thing because- Judge, objection, sustained, overruled. You don't know because you don't have it. People with ADHD right now are going to be screaming into their car stereos or their phones, whatever, being like, Jeff, shove it. I know what she's talking about. Here's the thing. My keys don't end up in random places because they only go to one of three places. 
Right. But if I remembered to put them in the same place, I wouldn't have this problem. The problem is, is when I walk in and yep. I think, oh, I probably put my keys down because my keys, I actually am pretty good about. Like, unless you take my car, my keys always go in the same place. My phone moves with me throughout the house. So is my phone in my bedroom? Is my phone in the bathroom? Is my phone in the fridge? Maybe it's possible. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Cause I forget. I have large chunks of time in my brain that I can't remember things. Well, but you're, you do lose your keys from time to time. Rare. That's rare. I would go with the phone, the phone, but how do you lose it when you put it in your, like the amount of time that you spend digging through your purse. (laughs) Next time you do that, I'm going to start filming you. I mean, she will dig through this purse. That's like a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of places for it to hide, but I don't like, I don't know what, like, I mean, it is like, you would think based on the stuff that it sounds like she's digging through, she's about to head out on the Oregon trail. Like there's a wagon wheel. You never know what you're going to need in a day. Some bullets. You don't know. The, you know, crocodile Dundee's body, like a random bag of jelly beans, three highlighters, all this stuff that's in there. And you know what I call that? I call that a prepared assistant. Okay. I will be prepared. If something happens, you want Callie Dollar standing next to you because she's got it in her bag. You're welcome. I am an adult picky eater. I will not eat a mushroom or a raisin. I just don't like it, which is one of the reasons I love Dinner Affair. They sent a recipe over the other day that we picked because that's how Dinner Affair works. First thing you do is you go online and you pick what you want your meals to be, and then they deliver them right to your house. You put them in your freezer. And then when you're ready for dinner, boom, there they are. So anyways, what if their recipes included mushrooms, but I ordered it confidently because I know what dinner affair does. They package stuff that could be of note to a picky eater such as myself separately. And sure enough, there they were in a separate bag, the mushrooms. I just prepared the meal without them. All you have to do with dinner affair is order, receive, and then enjoy. And right now, if you are a new Dinner Affair customer, you can get $30 off using the promo code UPSIDE. Go to dinneraffair.com, D-I-N-N-E-R-A-F-A-R-E.com. Use the code UPSIDE when you check out for $30 off. You know, we've been talking on the show about micro anxieties and there's little things that maybe you've had on your to-do list for years, forever, and you just don't do it because it seems like such a hassle and also really expensive. Framing pictures is one of those things for me. And a couple of years ago, I found out about this company called Frame It Easy. Here's why I love them. They are the easiest, most affordable place to get any custom size art and photo frames online. And they're about a fourth of the price as custom framing places, which is why I love them. Here's what you do. You measure out, you can either send them what you want them to frame, or you can do what I do. And you measure out the exact specifications of your artwork. They will mail you the frame with everything that you need to frame it yourself. And it really is easy. All of their packaging is also, um, recyclable. So you're not going to be putting anything to waste. And all of the frames are made right here in the USA. From vacation photos to movie posters, Frame It Easy has you covered with online custom picture framing that's not only affordable, but it's easy and fast too. I have been a paying customer of theirs for years. You are going to love this company. Okay. And they have a discount code for you. Frameiteasy.com slash upside is going to get you 10% off of your order. And that'll um, populate automatically at checkout. 
checkout. Go to frameiteasy.com slash upside to place your first order now. You've heard me talk a lot about the neighbors that have been taking care of my dad since my mom passed late last year. Really, really great people who truly embody the word community that we talk about so much on this show. Well, I wanted to thank them. And I did that by sending a butcher box up north as a gift and letting them sort through the high quality meat that got delivered uh, because they all love to cook. Butcher Box was a no brainer. It's a box of the best quality meat shipped right to whatever door you want. So it could be yours or it could be a gift. Uh, it's got free range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild caught Alaskan salmon, sugar and nitrate free bacon, and of course, grass fed and finished beef. You pick exactly what you want in there and off it goes. Right now, if you sign up for one of their ButcherBox subscriptions, you're going to get ground beef for life. That means as long as your subscription exists, you get two pounds of ground beef in every box for life. And just to be nice, an extra $20 off your first box. Go to butcherbox.com slash upside or enter the promo code upside at checkout when you go to butcherbox.com. Once again, it's butcherbox.com slash upside or use the promo code upside at checkout and check this out. Free shipping nationwide with the exception of Alaska and Hawaii. I have a question and I'm wondering if you do this too. I was at the eye doctor earlier this week and I wear contacts you wear contacts. So, you know, if you go, when you go in there, they make you take your contacts out, right? Cause you uh -huh. they test your eyes and then for a while you can't see, and then you have to put them back in. I never hardly ever wash my hands before I put my contacts in, in the morning. You don't No. Don't you get, doesn't it make your eyes sting? No. Hmm. I have more stuff in my fingers than you do. Apparently. Um, but I also like wash my hands right before I go to bed. So like, I don't know. My hands are fine. So I put my contacts in. When I go to the eye doctor, I make sure they see me washing my hands like a surgeon because I feel like I need to be on my best behavior. Oh, yeah. Are you doing the, um, you know, the whole coronavirus thing now? They're saying that you're supposed to sing happy birthday to yourself like twice. That's a good hand washing. Right. And I wash my hands constantly. Like my hands are borderline always dry because I wash them so many times in a day. Fabulous. But I'm just talking about in that moment and you're looking around and there, the sink is in a common area. It's not like go to the bathroom, wash your hands. It's like people are people that work in the eye industry are watching are you watching you. It's, is it different than when you go to the dentist and you brush your teeth before you go to the dentist? Um, it's only, I would feel so much pressure if I had to brush my teeth at the dentist. Uh, yeah, I do that with like along the lines of brushing the teeth at the desk. I even do that like if I'm taking my car in to be serviced. Like if I just have to have to clean out your car. Yeah. I um I do hardly ever floss, but I floss before I go to the dentist. Do women uh you know, before they go to the, you know? Um make sure everything is like in good condition? Yeah. I do. Okay. What about you, Lily? When you go to the veterinarian, do you clean your parts extra good? Hmm. She's like, what are you talking about? All right, well, anyways. that took an odd turn. Yeah, anyways, uh, weird. I posted on Instagram yesterday, a, or two days ago, uh, a quote that got such a huge reaction that I think it's worth bringing up here so we can pick it apart a little bit. 
And it's a reminder to relax. I think that's exactly what, how the quote started. It starts with the word relax. And it says, this is just a chapter. It is not your whole story. And I think it resonated. And I've been there. I've been the person who thinks that the chapter or the season or the phase or the part of life that you're in right now is what is going to define you forever. And I'm telling you that it doesn't. And I think the reason it resonated so well and with so many people is because when you get wrapped up in something, right? Like the, the big one for me was my divorce a bunch of years ago. Like there was a period of time where I was convinced that I would just be sad and alone and not just like feeling like a failure for the rest of my life. You know, literally like, yes. you, yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and unfortunately I think a lot of times you need to go through stuff and then come out on the other side of it in order to appreciate that, that your now is not your forever, mm -hmm. but it's important to know that when you're going through it, when you're coming out on the other side of it, because you need to use that for later and here, and here's how I'm explaining. Let me try to explain that differently. But like you could argue based on my existence that I've been through a few tough things in my life, mm -hmm. right? So the biggest one was my mom getting sick when I was like 12 years old. Mm -hmm. But we got through that and, you know, went off and, you know, everything was okay. And I moved, like I survived that. And you know, went to college and then got jobs and moved away and all this other stuff and, and things were good and pretty normal. But I never took like a pause and said, wow, that was really challenging for my dad, for my mom, for me, for all of us. But we got through it. Like I never took a minute to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So when I got to another really big thing in my life, the divorce, I didn't have the wisdom to go, oh, I'm going to get through this too. Make sense? Right. Because you don't really, a lot of times, and I think we're better about it now, like you and I about acknowledging, oh, that was really hard or, oh, it's really hard now. And I think when you give yourself credit for, you know, kind of at the, kind of like the reflection at the end of it. So you can turn the next page just to soak that in. So next time you are faced with something really hard in any degree, then you know that there's another side of that. Because I'll tell you, when I got to last year, when I got fired and I got to go through that journey, no part of me was like, oh, this is my forever. But there was a point in my life where had I got fired, I would have thought, well, this, that's it. That's the end of, I'm never going to get I'm, another job. I'm not going to do anything. My life is over. Right. So I, I say it for two reasons. One, if you're going through something and you can't see the other side of it, just remember that there is one, there is another side of it Two, what you're going through is teaching you something and you don't have to know what it is right now but you have to trust that you're learning something that you will use in the future. Yes. Cause I promise you, you are. And number three, if you have gone something, gone through something and survived it and done pretty well for yourself, 
take a minute and pat yourself on the back and be like, huh, I handled that. Like if you went through a divorce three years ago and a custody thing or whatever, right? And it was super stressful and now it's all behind you. Take yourself out for a glass of champagne and be like, huh, I made it through that. And now I'm on the other side of it. Yeah. Like high five yourself because you earned it. And I don't think we do that enough because the the focus is always on, you know, just keep moving forward. Like right. Like the down. next thing. What's next? Okay, cool. I'm past that. But take a second and just like be like, huh, I did that. I did that. That is going to make whatever the next thing that you deal with even easier. Make sense? Makes total sense. I love it. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. If you are an upsider in Nashville, know that we are thinking of you um, extra, extra, extra amounts today. Yeah, earlier this week, Nashville got hit with a bunch of tornadoes. I don't know if it was one big one or they kind of bounced through the city or if it was a few smaller ones, but it really tore up some parts of Nashville. Um, I think the last news report I saw had over 20 people who, who passed in the state of Tennessee. So, we love Nashville. We love Tennessee. Callie went to college there. I went there. to college there. I lived there for four and a half years. Um, we were there two weeks ago. Um, Dri- just, driving through some of the neighborhoods that got hit. Yeah. So we're thinking of you. If there's anything that you need, anything that we can do, let us know. And um, we send our love. Okay, y'all. I am listening to Monday show. And the lady who left a voicemail whose husband works at CNN, where was she like two weeks ago when I needed her? So I was going around like looking, it was like I was looking for a drug dealer. I'm like, anybody got cookies? Anybody got cookies? I need Girl Scout cookies. I need Girl Scout cookies. Who can hook me up? And all of my people at work, their kids have aged out of Girl Scouts. So I really needed that lady and her husband and their Girl Scout kiddo. If you can hook me up with her, I will still buy a case or two from her. So thanks, y'all. Bye. I know that you've heard us talk a lot about CBD on our show. Jeff and I are huge fans of it, and we've been using it for a couple of years. Here's the thing. There's so much on the market, it can be really hard to figure out which one is going to be good for you. Here's why we like Hemfusion, because they combine ingredients, natural ingredients, that helps your body absorb the CBD better, so you're really getting to reap the benefits and effects of it, so it's good for your body. It can help you with stress with sleep, with your energy levels. And let me tell you, we are such big fans of Hemp Fusion. You can get them online and they ship anywhere in the US. Use promo code UPSIDE for 20% off your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. That's promo code UPSIDE. Get Hemp Fusion shipped anywhere in the US by using the code UPSIDE for 20% off your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. You're going to love it. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I was just listening to today's episode, and I really appreciated your acknowledgement of how mechanics in this world are not always appreciated and how people tend to uh, always leave bad feedback and never leave good feedback. My husband works in um, service, and for the dealership and many of the dealerships he's worked with before, if you get a bad survey or bad uh, review for your work, like you can get money docked out of your pay. So I think um, 
your suggestion of having people like talk about good customer service they've had, like reach out to your mechanic, leave a good survey after you've had service done on your car. Like that's literally putting money in people's pockets. So that's just kind of my thoughts for the day. Thanks. Have a great day. Kelly and Jeff. Oh my God. I love petty crime junkie. I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying. I may actually pee. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, Jeff, just want to let you know the coronavirus is already in the United States. There's like 80 confirmed cases of it, but it's already here. Okay. Love you. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Katie from Seattle, and I was listening to today's episode. I was listening to today's episode, and I can't believe Callie hasn't had the orange drink from McDonald's. I'm a millennial, born in the late 80s. And that was my favorite drink, and I was so devastated when they took it away. Now, we didn't get to go to McDonald's very often growing up because my mom was a single parent of three kids. So when we did, it was like a special, special treat. And I cannot believe that your childhood is, like, lacking of that. It was so sad and such a stupid thing for me to be sad over. But, you know, I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Hey, guys, this is Wendy. I was uh, calling in reference to Jeff's comment this morning about Jinx, uh, something about have to buy me a Coke. When I was a kid, if you uh, said something the same time as someone else, then you said the first person would say, Jinx on you, can't say a word till somebody says your name. Never heard the Coke thing, but... You couldn't say anything until somebody said your name, so you went around telling everybody, don't say that person's name, and then they couldn't talk all day. All right, well, I love y'all's show, and I listen every day, and I love y'all. Bye. Hey, it's Chaz from Atlanta, and I just finished today's show, and the close is, to me, the best close since the cat poop. I freaking love it. I love that little laugh. She is amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Did you poop your pants? (laughs) Wow, what's so funny? Is it funny that you pooped your pants? (laughs) Love you guys and hope you guys have a great day. Bye.